All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's after four o'clock. Welcome back. Wednesday edition of the Gregor Show on Sports 1440 is always presented by PlayAlberta.ca, Alberta's only regulated online gambling website where 100% of the revenue stays right here in your lovely province of Alberta. Play Alberta Dotsy. So even if you lose, you kind of win. As I've said, dream on. You know, maybe it'll go towards uh, the uh, Yellowhead becoming an actual uh, freeway. Uh, 2044. I still remember that press release. It was awesome. And the the Hende. Although I've been driving the Hende on the south side lately. It's uh, it's amazing. There hasn't been any construction. It's shocking. Let's hope that continues this summer. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, also, we are live in the Ewell studio. E W E L is your uh, wholesale for uh, all your elect- all things electrical. And man, they are crushing it right now uh, on a real gay hot streak. They're like the owners. Things are rolling right now. They got no more storage space. Tell about others. Unfortunately, good for them. Bad for you. Uh, Mike Rupp from the uh, NHL Network is uh, going to join us uh, as we go around the NHL. Brought to you by McDonald's and the McRib is back. For the month of February. You can get it, uh, well, actually, for the month of February. So, yeah, you can get it now. I have a, I have a confession. Uh, today, January 31st, 2024, is the first day of my life that I ever had a McRib. Joe drops them off from McDonald's. And uh, I have to say, pretty good. I can see why there's so many people excited about the McRib. It's got a lot of barbecue sauce, if you like it. Cons, what was your thoughts on your McRib? It was unbelievable. 
And I don't want to generalize, Greg, or I don't want to offend our next guest, but the last time I had to make rib was in the United States, and it was okay. But up here, I think they really mastered it. It was really good. No pickles for me personally, but delicious. I highly recommend you go get one. Oh, I love the pickles, man. I love McD's pickles. They're great. So uh, try the McRib. I don't think you'll be disappointed. Uh, Mike Rupp joins us from the NHL Network, uh, Stanley Cup champion, uh, ace analyst for the Pittsburgh Penguins as well. Uh, Rupper, you had a McRib lately? Lately, no. I've had many McRib uh, 20 years ago. I dominated those <laughs> on a consistent basis. Uh, I, so I'm all about, yeah, I mean, I would I jump back right in the swing of it, jump right back in the saddle and throw a few back. Uh, they were good. They were good. That's all I remember is they were very good. And I was always disappointed when they take it off the menu for a period of time. No, oh, it's been like 10 years in Canada hasn't been on the menu. So people are going nuts. Like I talk about, like there was a uh, people in drive through, they're ordering like 10 or 15 at a time because they're getting it for everybody in the office. So, uh, everybody's uh, pretty high on it right now. I do want to ask you. So Rupper, if, if you were going, like if you're going on a big cheat day, cause I know you're a pretty svelte guy. What is like, what is your, God, if I'm having a fast food burger, like, do you have like a go-to at McD's? Like if you go there, like, are you loading up on four or five things? What are you eating? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've, I went many, many years of not really eating certain fast foods. And then I'd like the last couple of years I'm back on. I love it. <laughs> and, uh, so I go, uh, my go-to is McDonald's. And again, I don't know if the menu is a little different in Canada. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. I'll go uh, double quarter pounder with cheese, subtract the onions yes. and ketchup and replace that with Big Mac sauce. Oh, that, that's like the move. So you say uh, double, you know, usually number two, double yep. quarter pounder with cheese, uh, no onions, ketchup and Big Mac sauce. That's that's unbelievable. Oh, dude, I might have to try that. Uh, I'm with you on the no, I hate onions. So I actually took them off my McRib today, which is fine. They're big and it was easy to just slide them off to the side of the box. So that was uh, that was great. Um, uh, we, we are here uh, last day of January. There are a few games going on, man. It was a shutout fest last night. The NHL total of three goals uh, was uh, was kind of shocking to me, to be honest. But, um, you know, the two goalies who got the shutouts, uh, Merzlikens, uh, who's you know, suppose he'd asked for a trade, then he relented, said, didn't want to trade. We had Yar- Yarmo Kekalainen on. So I'm not sold that he necessarily gets moved. But, uh, you know, then you have uh, Blackwood. Of course, you saw lots in in New Jersey. Uh, he's in San Jose. If I was the Sharks, and I know I'm a terrible team, but my God, if I ever want to be competitive, I got a goalie on a like a bargain deal. Why would I trade him for like a second round pick or something? Because goalies rarely fetch you much. Like, why would you, if you're San Jose, even trade him? What would be the benefit? Yeah, he's got another another year on his deal, right? And yeah, uh, yeah I mean, you know, it's I, I'd probably hang on to him too. I don't know what the market is, but there's enough goalies out there for this market right now where I don't think there's a lot of uh, leverage. I would say in, in San Jose's favor, but yeah, he's been he's been good. It was interesting. I was kind of looking at him today, and, and last night's game was clearly a Mackenzie Blackwood stealing of a of a win. Um, but he has seven steals on the year as far as with his goals saved above expected. And he's seen some stuff, man. Like, even in last night's game, um, it's a cool story because his career, this was this was for him to get back and see if he can get his career back on tracks, uh, on the track. It was, it was uh, he showed a lot of promise, big goalie, second-round pick, uh, 
guns blazing coming in the league is a, a young goalie and and injuries inconsistent play has kind of derailed that and here we are I, I love what he's doing but i agree with you it's got to be the right situation and sometimes maybe just hanging on to it you could revisit this next year we don't know what the market's going to look like maybe it's a light goalie market out there as far as goalies being available and he's shown even more and now you can actually get something for him or maybe yeah, sign him to extension. He's your goalie that you're going to kind of have for the future. He's only 27. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I like the way he's been playing. There are a few teams, you know, the L.A. Kings play tonight. And, you know, some people have been asked if if they lose to Nashville tonight, do you think Rob Blake makes a coaching change? Or has Todd McClelland earned way more a longer of a leash? Even though, like, that'd be 28 games. Like, in the last 27 games, which is a third of the season, they're 27th in the NHL. They, I don't believe they want to make a coaching change. I think that's pretty obvious. That's why Blake, Rob Blake came out a few weeks ago and said that they're not going to do that. But then they haven't really won since then. And it keeps kind of building and snowballing into a bigger thing. Um, that could happen. You know, I mean, it's and the reason why I hesitate like that. He's a good coach. He should not get fired. But we've also seen we've seen it there at Edmonton. There's other good coaches who get fired. Like it's not you know it's not always about how you're coaching. It's about the team reacting. And whether it's it's just or not, we see coaches getting fired. And with the the makeup and the build of that team and 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 everything you get into as far as uh, no move clauses, maybe the players are you're struggling players. The equity of the player might be down. There might not be much there. So this is always like that last ditch effort of shaking things up is a coaching change. Uh, I think we're starting to get in that territory right now where it's a fair question. I I don't think it would be deserved, but then again, I mean, this team's built a certain way. Like they, they need results right now. And uh, the the season's kind of slipping away. Yeah. Um, It's a fascinating one to watch if it happens. And, and, uh, you know, if they lose tonight, that's the it. Um, Just to see what the LA Kings, of course, their next game is until the uh, 10th of uh, February. Obviously, there's the All-Star break and then they have their bye week afterwards. So it would be uh, it would definitely be interesting uh, to watch the uh, the Rangers Capo Caco Rupper. Uh, you know what? Some would argue that he's he's never really been given any sort of consistent role in New York. He's up and down. Part of that's maybe due to his consistency or what have you. Where are you on Capo Caco? And is he a player that you think that the Rangers might consider moving? Um. So uh, as far as the player, I, I'm a big fan. I like him and the way he plays. He he. Even though he hasn't been put in all the right spots, maybe to start his year or start his young career. A lot of that's due that we've talked about before. The team is in win now mode, and it's almost like they we they couldn't live with the the growing pains of these young players, so they kind of were slotted further down the lineup. But what he learned in that time is he protects the puck well. He's great below the goal line, along the wall, in the offensive zone. He's reliable out there. Um, he still hasn't gotten into – the full touch of his scoring. I think that'll come with more reps on higher lines. The, the injury this year stinks because I was thinking he was going to have a big year. So, man, if uh, I don't know if the Rangers, if that's just something that to, to lob out there. He's obviously second overall pick. Uh, maybe you can get some a good return here. The Rangers are in dire need for something to change. They've been a very, very average team since the beginning of December. Um, kind of concerned about them that 
they're going to let this season fizzle away. But as far as as far as uh, Cabo Caco, I, I love his game, love what he brings. If I was another team, and from as much, everything I've seen with him, I, I would take a flyer on that guy. Depends what the price is, obviously. But like he is, uh, I think I still think he could be a heck of a player in this league for a long time. Yeah, it's fair. I, I don't see the Rangers enough. Right? Like, I like watching them, but uh, I don't see him enough. I'm always watching him, and he shows you spurts. I'm just kind of like, you know, what's going on there? So uh, you watch you know him. What, you, you know what, though, Greg, just to, to tag that, too, it's almost the, he's almost the reverse, right? Like, when you see top picks, a lot of times, you know, it, unless it's a first overall pick who's just throwing up an absurd amount of points, then you can kind of live with whatever. But, like, when you've got those high-end talent guys, top ten picks, top five picks, generally – it takes a number of years to start asking them to do more things defensively on the defensive side of the puck. He's done everything backwards. He knows all that stuff. He hasn't been given the opportunity to be offensive, but that, that should be, that's, that's his MO. Like that's why he was drafted second overall. So I think it should come along for him, but I do like all the intangibles that, that he's provided his game. I think it's made him a very good two-way player. Mike Rupp joins us from the uh, NHL Network, also a radio analyst for the Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, radio and TV, I should say. Uh, Rupper, you you look at the at the All Star Weekend coming up. Uh, I like to call it the very good game, but it is the All Star Skills Competition with the uh, the best of the best. And uh, when you look at the uh, at the skills competition and who's in it, if if I if I have to make you handicap it right now. Who? What's your gut feel on who wins the million dollars? So I always look at the, like the the stories that kind of go into it. Um, as far as where the game's at, what kind of you know, like Matthew Kachuk, uh, the game was in Florida. Like it seemed like the perfect storm for Matthew Kachuk just to have. It, it, it's All Star Weekend. Like you, you get some guys going a little harder than others. Some guys are just you know want to enjoy it and just be there and. And, but you're talking about a competition here. Um, you know, that's why I think, you know, Matthew Kachuk was the MVP last year. Made sense that he got the votes, but he also got it done on the ice because I think it was it was in it, his home building and he had the fan support there. Uh, I, I actually think Connor will will shine here because it's in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And that's where he's from, right? And uh, that's the, the epicenter of, of hockey. Uh, I find that that'll bring a more competitive nature even out of him. Uh, I think Austin Matthews will will have an extra level to him that we haven't seen at the All Star Game. So I mean, I I probably lean towards uh, Connor in that regard. But um, you know, who knows? It it always feels like you know. I remember even last year. Uh, I think it was last year uh, when uh, Chandler Stevenson was there for Vegas, and I remember thinking to myself, for a fastest lap, we know the guy can fly. I'm like, he might not be in another All Star Game again. It's just kind of how. Everything fell for him. And I'm like, oh, he's going to go, you know, balls to the wall here. And he didn't really. <laughs> so I don't know what to, you know, I don't know what to what to guess on some of these things. But I, I think it being in Toronto will bring the Toronto ties out of some of the players. And I would expect big things from those two big guys. The uh, We had Troy Loney on the show earlier talking about the uh, Penguins. Uh, of course, he was part of that uh, two Stanley Cups and then uh, the 93 team that uh, won 17 in a row before then getting upset by the uh, the Islanders. 
And he brought up a point where he's like, you know, you don't want a coach to, to lose games, but he says you only have so much energy at times, right? And they had won 17 of their last 18 games that year. And he said it was, it was something they were really pushing for down the stretch. And, you know, who knows for sure if, if that, you know, zaps some of their energy or not for the playoffs. But, uh, you know, I bring it up, Mike. He said, what about coaching to save some of your players? At times, you ever have a coach do that? Like, you know, all of a sudden you're like, I look at Edmonton. Edmonton's got 10 games in the final 18 days of the season. They have five games in the final week of the season. So five games in seven days. And the way the playoffs are scheduled this year, the season ends on the 18th. The playoffs are going to start on Saturday, the 20th. And usually the Canadian teams are playing on Hockey Night in Canada. Right now, maybe the orders because Vancouver's in, maybe they would get a break and they would play on a Sunday and the Canucks would be the late game on the uh, Saturday night. But how do you think you could... You can pull the reins back without just sitting guys because the orders only have a 21 man roster anyway, right? Like, does, do you think four minutes a game would, or less or three minutes a game less would make that much of a difference? I think so. Uh, I think that if you're comparing it to some other sports, even like we see in the NBA, just that management and, and, and having guys out of the lineup, I think that's dangerous because uh, in our sport, because it's so much about rhythm and, and momentum and if you kind of take away and you start messing with those things the last week of a season you're saying that there's there's five games in that week now all of a sudden everything you've worked towards as far as hitting the ground running come playoff time might might be in question it might just not it might just be awful a little bit and that little bit can be the difference of a series so but i think it taking away some of the the tough minutes i mean hey they're getting out there in every power play let them feel the puck we want them to feel good about things but you know some teams have stars um that kill penalties I don't know if I want to use them in that situation. You know what I mean? I don't want you blocking shots and when it doesn't matter in these last couple of games or maybe you draw back the minutes a little bit. And what I like about that too is now all of a sudden, like we want everybody to feel good going into the playoffs. And even if a fourth line guy is getting three more minutes, he knows that's not going to exist next week in the playoffs. At least allows him to feel good going into the playoffs about his game. So yeah, I like that. I like just kind of maneuvering and manipulating the minutes but I'm not a fan of just sitting guys out of the lineup unless it's unless it's for one game. Maybe you can get around that. Yeah. Um, the other team that I find is kind of interesting right now is the team that you cover a lot, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Rupper, you've seen them up close more than anyone. Have they shown you signs that? You know, like maybe they're starting to play better, right? Like the results don't necessarily show it. They win a few, then they lose a few. They win a few. So are they still as yo-yo-y in their play, or have they have they shown you signs that they're maybe they're starting to be better? And even if though the results aren't there, eventually they will come. Um, they've been maybe a little less yo-yo-y, uh, but they're still a team that. They do a lot of good things. They give themselves a chance to win almost every night, and they get good goaltending almost every night. Like, their underlying numbers are great, but they find ways to um, – yeah, I don't know. They just seem to find ways at the wrong time to do the wrong play or the wrong thing or, or maybe lack emotion sometimes. So I think the biggest thing for me with them is down the stretch here, it's – it's they need someone to, to throw gasoline on, on certain games. You know, they don't have a player like that. And the players that always do it on that roster, it's always it's always Sidney Crosby. And you need to take more things off that plate. So I guess the biggest, the better way of summarizing it, I think there's bottom six players on that team that this team needs to challenge to provide some other things. And that's momentum swings, try to find ways to get 
things going when they, they hit those flat parts of games because they do do that. And they don't have really the player that's going to go out there and just elicit some energy. So, um, you know, that, that's the biggest thing for me. But as far as that division, that's wide open. There might only be three teams coming out of the yeah. Metro this year. They yeah. might get five out of the Atlantic. But there's no reason why it can't be the Pittsburgh Penguins. They're five points behind Philadelphia, but they got four games in hand. And I'll tell you what, they're a much better team, in my opinion, than the Flyers. And yes. uh, so they're going to probably be the worst-case scenario. I think the Penguins are in at third in the Metro. And uh, it's it's going to be interesting what they do down the stretch here with Jay Gensel. And if they're adding it all or staying pat or making big moves, uh, it's it's an intriguing situation. Yeah, well, Jay Gensel, you, you can't really trade him, can you? Like, if you trade Gensel, aren't you kind of just saying, okay, we're not making the playoffs? I Yeah, I, I can't imagine that happening, but at the same rate, this is a team that right now is, you know, they missed the playoffs by a point last year. They're a bubble team bouncing back and forth. I mean, honestly, they're in the position they're in right now because no one else has taken a, a, a hold of anything. Yeah, the Devils fell off. You know, the Flyers have fallen off. The Islanders have fallen off. I mean, hell, you could talk. The Rangers are falling off right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everyone in the Metro at some yeah. point has stunk at different stretches this year. So, like, no one's really taken advantage of it. So it's almost given them this second life. So it's like, what do we do with this? Like, it's a proper thing for us to go forward with this, or you know, or do we go through with it and potentially lose Gensel? I mean, I can't imagine this team without him. I, I have a feeling they'll find a way to get it done, but nothing's for certain until it happens. Rupper, enjoy the uh, the All Star break, and uh, we will chat with you next. Are you going to the All Star game, by the way? Yeah, I'm heading to the airport right now. So, what are you doing I'll down there? there? Are, are you uh, are they having like an alumni uh, skate? Uh, no, 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 no <laughs> alumni skate there. Uh, I just uh, you know we got some uh, we got some uh, stuff tomorrow, and then uh, Friday and Saturday NHL Network and. And catching up with everybody there, so it'll be good. All right, well, uh, have fun in To enjoy it, and uh, we'll chat with you on Wednesday. Awesome, Greg. Thanks, man. You betcha. That is uh, Mike Rupp from the uh, NHL that we're just an absolute beauty of a guy. Like when you, you know what, uh, Mike Rupp's one of those guys that uh, you'd want to have beers with. A, he's got great stories, right? Had a long career, won Stanley Cups, played lots of good players. Um, obviously his uh, his minor hockey career was, uh, or I should say, minor pro hockey career especially for uh one short-lived stint was uh was well documented so um yeah he's a guy that i think a lot of fans would uh, enjoy having a beer with what you kind of what you hear what you see is what you get with rupper really good dude uh 429 uh, quick break man the uh, text just keep flying in today i love it 833-401-1440 a few little uh rumors that are floating around are they true or not uh, maybe we'll touch on that and more on the gregor show presented by playalberta.ca 434 Sports 1440 Orders Nation uh, YouTube uh, lots to get to some uh, store hey uh, local uh, uh, junior A hockey fans of course um, you know Drayton Valley Camrose fans are uh, still watching their teams in the uh, AJHL and uh, other teams but um, Spruce Grove Sherwood Park Brooks Black Falls Okotoks uh, those teams uh, the AJHL had uh, uh, suspended play basically uh Kind of kick those teams out of their league uh, to not play any of the remaining 11 teams. And uh, I'm hearing you'll probably have a formal announcement uh, very soon that those five teams will indeed now play kind of like their own division, finish off playing each other, I don't know, four times each, maybe five, I guess, depending on the uh, schedule 
here uh, down the stretch. Uh, some of those teams had anywhere between uh, 12 to uh, to 16 games remaining on the AJHL schedule. And uh, they'll play that. Then they'll, they'll have like a, a playoff series. And there's a chance you could see them because they're going to the BCHL next year that uh, you could see the uh, winner of that playoff series amongst those five teams end up playing uh, some BCHL teams in the playoffs. The last part isn't guaranteed, but uh, do expect uh, an announcement. So if you're a fan in Sherwood Park or Spruce Grove or Brooks or Black Vols or Okotoks, uh, you will be seeing some uh, Junior A hockey again this season, which is uh, great news for uh, for all the players as um, – you know what? Uh, they were the ones probably uh, most harmed by this, not playing. So uh, they'll get to play. Uh, fans of those teams will get to uh, see them. So the 11 AJHL teams are going to be playing each other. Then they'll have a playoffs. Those five teams will be playing each other and then uh, could have a chance to play against uh, BCHL. Uh, one other rumor that's been going around. We keep getting, uh, hey, Gregor, I keep hearing uh, the Surrey Eagles are moving to um, the Niski rink. Well, you might want to check on the uh, Surrey Eagles arena. It's supposed to be pretty decent, but... Uh, I have been told by uh, numerous people that there is nothing uh, remotely accurate about that report, that um, they will be uh, moving Surrey to the uh, Nisku Arena. So that is uh, it's a, an online rumor at, at this point. So uh, there you go. Now. Uh, other notes, uh, you know, in regards, 833-401-1440. As uh, we're going to go in the room, brought to you by NextGen Transportation, heavy haul transport provider, 100% uh, locally owned and operated, and a big supporter of local charities, local amateur sports team, and aspiring Olympians. That's what they do at NextGenTransportation.com. I'm sure uh, some of you, maybe, you know, you, you needed the scratch itch last night. You were watching the NHL games. You might have been a little bored because whoo, those weren't great. Uh, Columbus beats St. Louis 1-0. Uh, San Jose gets by Seattle 2-0. So the two teams that are battling, and that kind of to me shows you where the wild card race is at. It's, you know what? Now, LA, LA's on the cusp for me. Like, LA's been the 27th team in the NHL for the last third of the season. They, uh, they now they have games in hand on Seattle. And uh, and Nashville and all those teams, but uh, they do play Nashville tonight. So you know maybe we'll get a sense of uh, where they're at. Uh, the Kings currently hold down the number one wild card spot with fifty four points. St. Louis has fifty four, and Nashville has fifty four. But uh, the Preds have played the most games at fifty, forty nine for the Blues, and uh, forty seven for the Kings. So after tonight, the Preds will only have thirty one games remaining on the season. Then they'll get into their bye week. Same with uh, the Blues and the Kings. None of those teams will be back playing until the tenth of February, and. It, it is, a, I think it's a fairly big game when you look at it. Like, if L.A. loses, I think the organization's going to have to look and say, hey, guys, we're at like a 28-game part of the season now, and we're like 28th in points. What the hell's going on? Right? Like, I think that's valid to look and say, like, what can we do? Now, I don't think, like, it's always easy to just change the coach. We, we all know that Pierre-Luc Dubois has not come close to, uh, to playing up to the standard that he had on himself, the standard that, that when the team acquired him, they didn't think this was the player they were getting. So, you know, you, you're not just going to trade him, right? They probably still believe that the player can find his way, but how do you do that? Do you just have to bite the bullet and say, we got to play him in the top six all the time? You know, he hasn't had the regular wingers like Deneau and uh, Kopitar have. If, if you look and you go look at uh, 
ice time and teammates like that. So is that a factor? Possibly. They probably thought Arvidsson was going to help them and obviously hasn't been able to. But I look at the Kings and they are fascinating in, in where they're at. Like they're five points back of the orders and Edmonton has two games in hand. And it wasn't long ago where they were 14 points up on Edmonton. Things, uh, things change rather quickly. And when, when I look at LA, at the start of the year, I thought, okay, LA competitive team, but I didn't see, I didn't have him in my list of cup contenders. Cam Talbot at this stage of his career, it's asking a lot. And, you know, because if you look at Cam Talbot's overall season numbers, you'd be like, okay, not bad. But if you go back their last 28 games, which is, you know, the majority of their season, his save percentage is 900. While his backup in the exact same time is 920 in David Riddich. And so another question I have about LA is, would they consider saying, hey, maybe we got to start playing Riddich more? As we've seen, man, goalies can can be voodoo. You go back to the Hamburger, Hamburglar days. Like that guy came out of nowhere. Jordan Binnington, Aiden Hill. Like it happens more frequently than we think. So if you're the Kings, is that an option that they contemplate over the uh, the All Star break? It's like, look here in Edmonton. People were like, Ah, Stuart Scanner is too young and not ready. They need a goalie. Now look at it. It's quieted down immensely. And that's the one where I said it's seven games, people. Seven games. You you can't, you know, jump off the bridge of fandom due to seven games. It was just, it was way too much. Young player, second year in. Like, there's a reason they call it the sophomore jinx for a long time for lots of players. Now, his was very short-lived. And it was him. It was the team in front of them at times with the the major gaffes. But I look at L.A. and honestly, like it's 20 games for for 19 games for Talbot and it's eight games for Riddich. You you look at it and you you would say, hey, one guy has a 920 and one guy has a 900 playing behind the exact same team. And Riddich did play a few games. It wasn't like he just got the worst teams in the league. I went and looked. I... uh, it's something you have to consider if you're L.A. Do you not, Connor Hallett? You can't just keep running out Cam Talbot and say, okay, you know what? He's going to figure it out. Because he didn't have a great year last year, right? And so he had a good first 13 games, really good. But is that the outlier? And now this is more the norm. Well, yeah. And I mean, it, it seemed like whoever they put out there for the L.A. Kings to start the season, Gregory, it was working out okay for them. Uh, but this slump as of late to just continue to march out, you know, Cam Talbot and just hope for better results. They're on a, a four game skid, right? Going into the All Star break. It's just not working. And for the LA Kings, Greg, I mean, I, seeing what we've seen from them in the last couple of years in the playoffs, I thought, man, this is a team. And I thought it last year going into the playoffs as well. I don't know if the Oilers want to see this team in the playoffs. I mean, they're rising. They've got some young players that are getting a little bit better here and could be some problems going forward in this Pacific division. Obviously, you know, the Pierre-Luc Dubois trade hasn't maybe worked out to the point they would have wanted. The players going to Winnipeg having some success. But, yeah, I mean, you, you can't just continue to march out the exact same lineup and just assume things are going to get better. Some sort of change has to occur. So for the LA Kings, 
they got to do something because they keep this up. Uh, you know, they went on that huge losing skid, but they're still what one win in their last seven. Like it's it's just not good enough. So no. can't can't keep doing it. And uh, hey, guys, I have to admit, I'm loving the Kings' free fall. There were so many people hyped about the Kings. I love the fact that uh, we beat them in the playoffs the last years. It's really add to the rivalry. But I'd love nothing more than to see them slink right out of the postseason race. That one comes in from uh, Daniel. Slink. I just have to say, Daniel, it's a it's an underused word. I like that. Slink out of the uh, playoff race. Quality word. On away, Jay. What, guys, uh, what did those teams do to get kicked out of the uh, AJHL? Uh, well, basically, they, uh, uh, you know, there's they had made a deal with the BCHL that they were going to join their league next year, and uh, the AJHL decided that okay, well, uh, you can leave now. So that's uh, that's ultimately uh, what happened. So um, it's uh, it's good, and you know what? If the players are playing games, you know. The AJHL is going to miss those teams. I don't think there's any question. Right? Some of your better teams in the league. Uh, I think some of those players will miss playing the AJHL for sure. And and here's the thing, though. When the season ends, uh, for those who maybe don't know how it works, if, if when you sign to an AJHL contract, you can't just up and leave and go to another AJHL team. However, you can just up and leave and go to the USHL or to the BCHL. Because those are outside of the uh, Hockey Canada umbrella. They have no control over them. And we've seen that happen quite a bit lately. Some of the teams are getting frustrated. You would, you would have a good player. And December, January, all of a sudden it's like, you know what? One of their advisors says, well, I think if you go to the BCHL now, we think it's a better league. Scouts think it's a better league. You go play there, you got a better chance of getting a scholarship. And so players would listen and they would just leave. There's not, there was no record. There was nothing the AJHL teams could do. And I, I don't know if there's a fit, like, could there be a gentleman agreement between the leagues? Probably not. And so I do wonder at some point, do you, do you want to work in conjunction? It's kind of like, you know, the KHL and the NHL. Eventually they came to a deal that said, okay, you know, you have to respect the contract. Everybody knows the NHL is the bigger league. Right, but it was just something that they felt like, hey, let's let's do the right thing by all the teams in our league. Would that ever happen between the USHL, the BCHL, and AJHL, SJHL? Not right now, but it's something to consider down the road potentially. So we'll see. Quick break. We'll come back. We got uh, five questions. Mark Spector and Ken Hitchcock joining us on a busy Wednesday edition of the Jason Greger Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca, live on Sports fourteen forty and Orders Nation YouTube and Facebook. Four fifty. Welcome back. Hey boys, why shouldn't the Orders? They shouldn't call up anybody till the LA game. They're healthy. Milk the cap space as much as they can, including Holloway from uh, Molar. I would disagree with that, Mo. Dylan Holloway has earned the right. He's played better. He's better than some of the guys that would they would be playing. So no, I'm uh, I'm recalling Dylan Holloway, and I guarantee you they told him that beforehand, and so uh, he deserves to be recalled. He's played well enough, uh, no question. I would have him in the lineup. Um, Phil Kemp, different story. He's only here as emergency. So yes, I would agree with you there. That and I, I don't even know if they have to call him up after the L game. We'll see. Because 
They come home for one game, and then it's kind of weird. It's like a seven-game road trip, really, when you think about it, because they play in seven, seven different cities. They're on the road for three, home in Edmonton for one, then back out for three. It's kind of a – I call it like a – it's not necessarily a road – well, it's seven games in seven cities is what I like to call it. Uh, sorry to interrupt there. No Holloway on the ice tonight for the Condors. Yeah, he's just a paper transaction, really, is, mm-hmm. is how it's gone for them. So, yeah, he's uh, – that answers your question. So, Although I'm curious – you know, how does that work? Like, does the NHL monitor it? I guess not. Why'd you send the guy down? Oh, uh, well, why isn't he playing? Well, he's got a hangnail. Can't play. Let's get to uh, five questions brought to you by The Brick. The uh, final day of uh, January and uh, got some uh, some great deals. Of course, uh, if you want uh, furniture, we've talked about a big screen TVs. Mattresses 40% off. Get in now at the brick and the brick.com. It's time for five questions on the Jason Greger Show. All right, Gregor, question number one. Now, we've kind of been on the topic of trades and potential moves for the last few days. Uh, lots coming into the text line. Uh, when it comes to the trade deadline in the Edmonton Oilers, Let's say excluding the obvious players. Is there anyone that is off the table for you when it comes to a trade? On You mean who the orders are trading out? Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously. I think there's lots of guys the orders wouldn't trade, but... Excluding the obvious. Well, I don't... Honestly, like, who do I... I, I look at... People keep saying Brett Kulak and Cody Cece only if it's a clear, obvious upgrade. Me personally, I don't view Sean Walker as a clear, obvious upgrade. I don't work. I don't see Carrier as that either. When I when I take into not just this season, I take into history, I take into size, I take into who they're playing with, uh, continuity, everything. So, but again, if you know what you can have an obvious upgrade, then of course you could trade those two. Um, you know, you look in the uh, as good as Warren Fogle has been. If you could find a legit, proven right winger in your second line, would you contemplate it? Yes, you would. So um, I guess the only guy who's who I'd probably shy away from, um, who's not in the obvious one, would be Dylan Holloway. I like Dylan Holloway, so I would move him. Yeah, I like that one for you, but I'm with you. I mean, if you're going to be the obvious winner, you know, you're bringing in the clear-cut top-end talent in any trade, Go for it. I'm good with first-round picks, uh, Broberg, Borgo, whoever it might be. If, if that's what it takes to land someone who you think can give you a, a more realistic chance at winning the Stanley Cup, got to do it. Question number two for you. Uh, the Flames put out that statement yesterday saying that, you know, when they put Dylan Dubé's release out that he had the mental health uh, leave, that they had no knowledge of the pending charges. Do you buy it? Well, it's I do because I was actually told that um, – when these players were, you know, their lawyers and stuff approached them, said, just tell your team you're taking a personal leave. And and he was the first one to do it, right? Yeah. The other guys hadn't done it. There hadn't been any real talk about it. So I can see how, because you can't really pry into it that much. Say, well, what do you mean? What's your personal leave? Well, you know, got some, I got to work on my mental health. You'd, and, and that's why I didn't like it. I said it at the time. The minute it came out, and then all of a sudden Carter Hart, now you're like, hey, wait a sec. Now you start putting A plus B, and you figure out what C is. And clearly that's what it was. I didn't like it. And if Calgary clearly didn't 
no. That's just another probably nail in the coffin of, of him being qualified. Yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I, it seems weird to me that, you know, when that all went down, there wasn't a conversation. You know, Dylan, is there anything you have to tell us about that? Anything we should be weary of going forward? But I could also see, like you say, the agent saying, nope, don't talk about it. Wait for it to happen. It, it seems a little sus to me, but I can see what you're saying from their perspective. If the agent said, just say it's mental health, maybe the Flames didn't pry into it. Question. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Number three for you. According to reports, Phil Kessel still hoping to land on a roster this year. Is there any spot that you might or you think might be a good fit for the 36-year-old? No. No, like, guys, Phil Kessel didn't play in the playoffs. Yes, he played in the regular season when they were banged up. And I, I look at the style of player that Phil Kessel is. Hasn't played all year long. You're going to, even if you sign him tomorrow, he's got to get back, back up to speed, right? So, yeah, I don't, I'd be surprised. I mean, like, I don't know. If somebody has another serious injury, then maybe you look at it, but I, I'd be surprised if a play, a playoff bound team signed him. And I don't think he wants to go to a non-playoff team. And I'm not certain he helps a playoff bound team. I'm with you. I mean, I think the Vegas Golden Knights showed that last year. If you're a team that has legitimate hopes, you know, he's probably not someone who's going to contribute on a night to night basis on the flip side. Hey, if he wanted to go to an Ottawa, an Anaheim, uh, I don't know, Arizona somewhere and, and try to go for point one thousand. I'd, I'd be happy to see it. But, yeah, if it's a contender, I don't see him landing anywhere. Question number four for you. The uh, Seahawks looking like they're going to be hiring former Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald to be their new head coach. So the head coaching hirings we've seen so far, do you have a favorite? And then the one remaining vacancy, the commanders, who do you think they might look to? You go ahead. Well, I'm biased. I probably would say Jim Harbaugh. Um, I think that he would be my favorite personally. There are a few that kind of I had questions about. 
and honestly, most of them, like I, I look at a lot of these teams and think, how the heck do they not talk to Mike Vrabel and try to bring him in? Or, you know, maybe it is even Bill Belichick for one year to maybe, or a few years, try to turn the culture around, get them in the right position, give him that chance to become the winningest head coach. Uh, but I do think the Seahawks move with Mike McDonald. I, I like what the Ravens defense did. Um, they brought in the right personnel, um, kind of made the, the off ball linebacker popular again with Queen and Roquan Smith. So I, I think I'll say the Seattle Seahawks with Mike McDonald. I like that move. A young guy, we'll see if he can uh, do what he did in Baltimore and back things up because, you know, obviously they had a great coaching staff, a great culture in that organization, but I did like what the Ravens defense did this year. Well, yeah, we has how like he already got hired. So yeah, it's it's the the young guys game. I still yeah. think I'm gonna say I still think Bell if I think Washington would go Belichick. Would you rather have Belichick or, or Vrabel? That's a good question, actually. Um, yeah, I might lean Vrabel. I wonder why he hasn't gotten the jobs. That's what I'm. Yeah. I'm kind of curious about that. Because yeah. there's something behind the scenes we're unaware of. Maybe he didn't want it. Does he want a break? I don't know. I don't know. I, I I would. I mean, I think he'd even be funny doing media for a year. He'd be obviously so intelligent. I think he's got some personality. But yeah, maybe he just wants a year off and come back next season. Maybe there's an opportunity he might prefer. Final question for you: Justin Timberlake celebrates his birthday today. We've seen him sing and act. The guy can dance as well. But let's just talk about people who have sang and acted in Hollywood. Uh, do you have a favorite double threat out there? Ooh, that's a good question, man. Um... There's lots. Um, favorite, though. Oh, God, that's a good question. Um, did uh, I like J-Lo in a lot of her? Uh, but actually, you know what? No, I'm going to go with Ice Cube. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, obviously, uh, I liked his uh, his band, but uh, you know what? He was in some great movies, man. I'll take Donald Glover for me. Uh, stars in Community, Atlanta. I do love Community. The rap name, uh, Childish Gambino. Will Smith's another classic one going back further. But Donald Glover for me, I think I'll have him at the top of the list. No. BB says Hugh Jackman. Is that Strud's did he, text line? Did he sing? I see. He was in that movie Strud he loved. The Showman? Is yeah. that what it was? Yeah, but was he ever a singer first? I don't think so. Yeah, so like, yes, he sang on a on a movie, but was he ever like an actual singer? Um, I, I would say, you know, who I actually quite liked in This Is Us was Mandy Moore. She used to be a singer. I oh, I'm aware. She's uh, she might have a cameo in a certain show you're watching coming up, but I didn't know she was in This Is Us. What what show? Entourage. Oh, is she in that too? Yeah, oh, yeah right. for a little bit. Oh, yeah, they get lots of different people. I've yeah, good that. cameos there. Yeah, they have lots of uh, big names who make an appearance. I like it. Uh, speaking of big names, we've got Speck and a uh, bigger name, Ken Hitchcock, coming up in the uh, final hour of the show today as we get to uh, Sports 1440 Update brought to you by Booster Juice. Stop in, uh, refuel, recharge, refresh, uh, download the, the Booster Juice app, get it today, and starting tomorrow, every day in the month of February... They will pick two names every day. And if that's your name, you'll get a free smoothie. It's a wide array. I've seen the list. A little disappointed. Jason's, I'm sorry, we're not on the list. But there's lots of other good names starting tomorrow. Be sure to tune in. Anywhere. Go to Booster Juice. You'll find out if it's your name, you get a free smoothie.